Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi. Our show is hosted in partnership with the CAP Center. Uh, before we jump into another round of evangel- or ex-evangelical apo- uh, apologetics, I want to just uh, remind everybody we do have our first ever Straight White American Jesus Seminar coming up in September. Uh, Dan Miller will be leading it. I will be in the mix and, and part of it as well. And I know some of you out there might be thinking, hey, that sounds cool, but uh, I'm just not sure that I would fit in. You know, I'm not a religion scholar. I'm not a sociologist. I'm not a whatever. And my response to that is that's exactly why we're doing it. Uh, We are doing this because we want to provide a context where folks who want to dig a little deeper, read a little uh, more seriously, uh, have uh, wide and uh, nuanced discussions about important things, can do that with other adults and do that in ways that are beneficial to everybody, that create community, uh, and just uh, allow us all to learn together. So if you're thinking, hey, uh, I, I would love to do that, but I don't know if I have the, the you know, prerequisites or I'm not sure I have the credentials. Um, you don't need to worry about that. You should just reach out and we have a couple spots left. And so uh, think about signing up as soon as you can. All right. Today, we are talking about ex-evangelical apologetics, and I want to address two things at the same time, uh, and those are this. Uh, there's a, a saying going around in the last couple of years on the part of uh, evangelicals, but also on the part of some others, uh, you know, conservative uh, Christians of all kinds, Catholics, uh, some members of the Latter-day Saints, and so on and so forth, that sin is a heart problem. And by that, uh, folks mean it's an individual problem, and that the saying goes, if you can change hearts and individuals, then you will change the world. And so what we need to do when we talk about racism is change people's hearts for God, and that will fix the problem, okay? So there's this sort of individualist approach to racism. And uh, I'm sure some of you have heard your family members say this or seen them pass around memes on Facebook or wherever, okay? The other one is not of this world, that, uh, hey, we should not address social problems, or that's not our focus, as Christians, whether that's homelessness or hunger or climate change, because we are not of this world. We are of another world. And so we need to put our efforts into focusing on uh, spreading the gospel and anticipating what is to come in the next life. Okay, I'm going to—these are related. Now, so before I go on, let me just let me just say, right, you can see how these are related. And in one instance, you have somebody saying— um, this is a, an individual issue. Uh, racism and, and other issues are, are individualist. In the next sense, they're saying social issues are unimportant because what's really important is the individual's relationship with God and whether or not they have salvation through Jesus Christ and so on, right? So you can see that there's a there's a relationship here between these two kind of sayings and that they're not separate. Uh I kind of think that that one envelops the other in many ways. If we had two circles, I think the bigger circle would be uh, the idea that we're not of this world, and then a smaller circle would be placed in it that that had uh, the idea that sin is a individual heart problem, right? You can kind of see how that specific response to racism fits into a broader theme 
of uh, not being of this world. So I want to give you a handy way to think about this. I want to give you a handy way to kind of think about what people are doing when they spout this kind of rhetoric. And I want to talk about why um, it's really unconvincing and, and uncompelling. Uh, and, you know, this may or may not help you with Uncle Ron or anyone else who you talk to that uh, holds these viewpoints. But at least you'll sort of see the mechanics of it. You know, I, I, some of you who listen to the show often will know that my response to people when they articulate positions like this is, yes, we can take what they're saying at face value and we can debunk it. Okay. But I think we also need to ask, what is this doing for them? Like what, you know, what is this? If you think about these sayings and these responses as strategies, you can ask yourself, what does this do for them strategically? Right. What, uh, what does this accomplish in terms of their, their goals uh, politically or socially or theologically, all right? So let's think about the idea that sin is a individual problem. It's a heart problem, okay? And that it don't, can only be changed uh, by God and by God's people converting others to the gospel. All right. What happens for me with folks who spout this kind of rhetoric is I notice a pattern, okay? When they are talking about things that uh, threaten their power, that threaten the power they continue to hold, the power they have right now, they want to talk about individualism, okay? So you can see a white Christian being threatened by the movement for black lives and the uh, just the overall zeitgeist that is calling for examinations of our institutions and our structures and our systems when it comes to race. You can see them being threatened, right? Because as we talk about on our show all the time, many white Christians in this country especially believe that they have a God-given right to be at the top of the political and social and economic hierarchies. Now, whether or not they have worked these things out for themselves, whether or not they're conscious of it, okay, when somebody starts talking about racism, when they say, well, that's an individual problem, the strategy for me is, okay, as a white Christian, I continue to hold a privileged place in the country, and I want to hold on to that, okay? Um, I want to stay in a place where um, just uh, white folks have immense privileges, where they're not afraid of the police like others are, where they are uh, represented in uh, overwhelming and overrepresented uh, ways in Congress and other places. Right, where they hold the levers of power when it comes to state governments or local governments or um, any number of places. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. Mm -hmm.